Thank you, choir. Wonderful song. Very nice words. Man, even without Peter, you have done very well. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Today is the last Sunday of 2021. In a few days, we'll enter into 2022. It was another year that wasn't very easy. We expected that crisis of coronavirus would be over uh, by now, and then our life would go back to normal life. But Christmas Eve, we went over 9,000, which is the largest number since uh, uh, the beginning of the pandemic. And yesterday, uh, we, it went over uh, 10,000. So I feel like we are just starting all of these things all over again. So it wasn't very easy. Also as a pastor, individually, uh, personally, it wasn't uh, an easy year because of the decision of the Presbyterian Church in Canada regarding the homosexual uh, marriage and ordination. I saw so many people struggling with the decision, especially the KSM congregation. And some people left the church, and many of them are still here because they love the church, but still, uh, it's not the same. It, uh, we used to have much more vibrant uh, energy, but our relationship has become kind of distant, and then uh, they seem distant uh, from church. And when I see them, when I see them struggling, uh, it uh, really uh, is hurting, it's a, a difficult. As a pastor, I know that it is an important uh, issue, but I don't believe that it is an issue that should divide the church and people's relationships. I don't think it has decisive effect on our spiritual growth and spiritual life. There are many people who have different opinions on this matter. But I don't believe that whatever we think should be a reason for us not to be able to coexist. We can respect each other's opinions and live in harmony. And that was the spirit of the General Assembly of this church, that each congregation also uh, go by uh, their uh, conscience of faith. I may have more an open attitude towards this issue than some of you, but that does not mean that my preaching and teaching have been away from the scripture. I've tried to be faithful to the teachings of the scripture and will continue to do that. Personally, I read many books and encounter many opinions on various issues, but I don't teach and preach anything without carefully examining it. Whatever comes from the pulpit, I carefully examine. I select what to teach very carefully so that it is beneficial for all of you and also scripturally it is sound. I believe that that is my responsibility and my calling. I've preached and taught at this church for last 30 years. But I can confidently say that I gave my whole heart to study the scripture. Understand it, 
and teach what is best for you. I hope that our hearts may not be divided because of this issue. I hope that we can all work together respecting each other. St. Paul said today, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called into the one, in the one body, and be thankful. St. Paul said that we are all called in, in the one body. I pray that the peace of Christ rule, may rule in your heart, because it's only the peace of Christ that can give us the unity. That is what unites us. God clothes us with holy characters. This is what St. Paul said. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. So compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, that is a clothes that God clothes us with. We should never take off these clothes. When we take off these clothes, all evil desires will flood in and fill our hearts with anger and hatred. God clothes us with these good, holy characters to protect us. Even when times are difficult, we should be always kind and gentle. We should always be humble. We should always practice our patience. This is what believers do. Of course, we fail many times. We make mistakes. We sometimes take off clothes that God clothes us with. But we should again close ourselves back again with God's good characters. St. Paul said again, bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you, all, you, must, you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. He said, forgive each other. When you forgive each other, then reconciliation is possible. If you have the attitude of righteousness, oh, it's that person's uh, fault, never my fault. Oh, so and so uh, made a mistake. It's not my fault. When you have that kind of self-righteousness, then reconciliation is not possible. Behind every broken relationship, there is hurt, pain, disappointment, and misunderstanding. And we do that to each other without realizing that we, uh, what we are doing. Not many people are hurting each other intentionally. We are hurting each other without even knowing that we are hurting each other. Because we all sinners. We all are, have shortcomings. That's why some, many times we hurt each other without realizing. So forgiveness is something that we should practice every day. Forgive ourselves and forgive others and forgive each other. I see a lot of broken relationships around me. 
During this COVID time, I do more counseling uh, than before. Marriage counseling, personal counseling. I see uh, many broken relationships and some relationships are really broken. And when I hear that, it hurts me because how much painful process they must have gone through to come to that point of being broken. And when I think about that, it really hurts me. When we are willing to forgive each other, I believe that our relationships will get better. Forgiveness is something weak people cannot do. Weak people cannot say sorry. Weak people cannot forgive others. Only strong people can forgive others. But this strength is not really sense of superiority. That's not what strength is all about. The kind of strength comes from the humility that you yourselves are broken and you experience that the joy of forgiveness. When you experience that, you have the strength to forgive each other, forgive others. That is the kind of strength I'm talking about. Not the sense of superiority, I'm better than you, I'll forgive you. It's not really granting forgive to the people who are lower than you. You yourselves are broken and you know how hurting that is, but how, how grateful that is to be forgiven. And when you experience that, then you're in a good position to be able to forgive others. That is the kind of forgiveness Jesus showed us. The more you feel indebted, the deeper appreciation you have about the forgiveness you received. With that appreciation, we forgive others. Isn't that what Jesus taught us in Lord's Prayer? Forgive us our debts as we, forgive, as we have forgiven our debtors. Forgiveness is very important practice and discipline. Every day, we have to go through this spiritual discipline of forgiving each other. And our heart will get bigger and bigger. And we will be even uh, be able to embrace those who are our enemies. I'm talking about enemies. Jesus said, love your enemies. St. Paul said, close ourselves with love above all. Above all, close yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Love binds everything together in perfect harmony. Without love, nothing we, we do will bring about perfect harmony. When there is love, finally, we can see the perfect harmony. And Jesus came to teach us that love. He showed us that love. Through his life, he went through all that suffering and hardships just to teach us that love. And we are the disciples of Jesus Christ who have learned about that love. Love is not easy. Love can be painful. Love is hard. 
But only love can defeat darkness. When love is gone from our life, from, gone from your life, the beauty of life will be gone. When love is restored, our life will be restored. And the joy of life will be restored. I reflect on these things, few things for us to remind ourselves before the new year. Whatever you went through this year, I hear some stories of families being broken too. Whatever you went through this year, this time, let us take off our old clothes. Let us lay down the clothes that is tainted with regrets, disappointment, pain, and let us clothe ourselves with new clothes. One thing good about knowing Christ is to know that our past cannot determine or de define our future. That's what we learn. This is what St. Paul said. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. The past cannot define or determine our future. In 2021, we have experienced many regrets, pain, and failures. Now we can lay, the, lay all of them down before Jesus' feet. In Christ, we can become new. May God give you a new cloth in the new year. Let us rise again. So instead of really making resolution and all that, I reflected about our character, what we are going through. And then in the new year, with a new attitude, let us begin. I want to read St. Paul's last words. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. Let us live like this. Thank you.